Patience Marie, and this podcast is called For the Redefined. I'm so happy that you're here, and I'm excited to have this conversation with you. So let's get into it. Last week, I was here and I talked about self-respect equals self-love, and I got a really good response from that episode. It's probably, I think it's out of the two that I have, it's the one that has the most downloads, so I'm really happy about that, and I thank you guys for coming back and supporting. Um, So, as you guys know, it's May. It's Mental Health Awareness Month, whoop whoop, and uh, today I have a guest a beautiful soul, my beautiful stepmother, Julie Brown. Julie. Hey, everybody. <laughs> What's going on? All right. So um, I wanted her to be on here because she has a lot of experience with mental health. Um, and she'll obviously tell you more about that when she introduce- introduces herself. But yeah, we're really excited to have this conversation. It's going to be very open, very non-judgmental and just like getting a perspective of someone that's been around that for what 20 25 years 28 years yeah so julie will you tell us about yourself and about your background sure thank you so much patience um just want to say what a great platform this is just to hear your voice and just to know that you are Um, putting yourself out there so that other people can just really benefit and grow uh, as a community. So good job to you. Thank you. Um, And I'm glad to be here today. It is Mental Health Awareness Month Mm -hmm. in the month of May. Um, Mental health is something that is very near and dear to my heart, as you can see with 28 years I know it sounds like I'm ancient um, but it's it's all I have ever done uh, in my life because it's really what I felt was my purpose to do so I have been working in mental health uh, for about 28 years many of those just in the community as a mental health counselor Um, it's just been such a wonderful opportunity uh, to meet so many people. And, you know, it, it has humbled me to see how many different people um, just can struggle with issues, but on the other side of that, to know and believe and to see and watch people recover um, from some very serious problems and issues throughout their lifetime. Uh, it gives me hope. It helps me to keep doing what I'm doing as a counselor and uh, I'm just glad to be here today to talk a little bit with you guys. Yeah, awesome. Okay, thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're going to get right into it. It's really just going to be a conversation. Um, well, you know, we'll have our own questions and things like that, but that's just how it's going to flow. So um, what we were talking about outside, the stigma is what I wanted to start with. So I know like, I did some research about this just to like, be more well-rounded about the conversation Mm -hmm. and 
I saw like a lot, it was like break the, the stigma, a lot of like, that was like the big thing that I saw. Mm-hmm. And in my head, when I saw that, I was like, I didn't even really think that there was a stigma because I just think that knowing you for so long and just mm-hmm. like dad worked in social work, just being around that, it's not a stigma like in our family or like sure. people that we've known, you guys, you know, just yeah. people that we know, a lot of people have um, either studied so- social work or like been around it so it's not a weird thing to talk about mental health or like yeah yeah, it's just not weird but I understand that it can be like an uncomfortable conversation for people that aren't around that because it is like a very touchy subject if you don't really have any knowledge about it Mm -hmm. but um in my age group I would say that the stigma would be with how you look I think a lot of people are really worried about how they look and about their perception, like their outward perception. And I think that that's like the big thing that kind of keeps people from communicating like how they actually feel about something. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Be, even me, like I had a lot of like hard thoughts when I was growing up and I remember you telling me like, why don't you just go to therapy? And like, when Mm -hmm. she said therapy, I was like, what? Mm -hmm. I'm like, I don't need to go to therapy. Like nothing's that wrong with me to go to therapy. Like I'm Mm -hmm. just going, I'm just sad right now. Like I'm fine. But it's like, that probably would have done so like done me so much good to go through that. Just to like talk to somebody that doesn't really know me because now I'm in therapy (laughs) and I I go sometimes, but it just really (laughs) helps to me talking to someone that doesn't know you at all. Right. And just like being able to be like your full self and then like talk about like just picking up on things because they don't know you, sure. you know. Sure. So like what do you think about that in like my age group or like what you've seen even in um, Jarrell, like what you've yeah. seen with him? Young kids yeah. too. Well, I will say, you know, just in my experience, we have come a long way mm-hmm. with stigma and people's perception of mental health treatment. Um, back, you know, way before my time, probably, you know, in the, in the fifties and the sixties, um, people with mental health issues is, you know, just as common as depression or anxiety were, you know, treated as though they were broken Mm -hmm. and just needed to be put away. And people did not talk about going to counseling or therapy as though, uh, it was a normal thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so over time, we've gotten better at sort of destigmatizing mental health issues, but we still have a long way to go. Mm-hmm. So some of the stigma can be uh, even cultural. And so the statistics, if you look at that, um, there's a lot of people in different cultures who have uh, been told that counseling and therapy is bad, or many times people... Uh, Family systems are such that families don't want people going outside of the family to talk about their problems. Uh, There's definitely a lack of mistrust uh, or a lack of trust in outsiders in some cultures uh, to hear about family problems. And so um, for a lot of different reasons, that stigma has kind of stayed with us. Um, But I do think Uh, In general, people are more open to getting mental health treatment than they have been in the past, and I'm glad to see that. Um, I think, you know, the more we can 
ex expose people to counseling and to supports and to mental health treatment. So I think it's really important that we acknowledge mental health issues just as much as we acknowledge physical health issues. So if a person were to um, have some difficulty with their blood sugar, they would go to the doctor and get medication and get treatment for their blood sugar issues. Mm, that's a great point because yeah. people, we really don't do that at all. <laughs> we yeah. don't, especially when it comes to like, I just think about sports and things like that. Like when someone gets hurt, it's like all hands on deck. What do we need to do to get them recovered so they can go back into the sport? But if mm -hmm. someone were to say, like how everybody judged, um, what's her name? Gabby Douglas. Yeah. She's the best yeah. um, athlete to ever do it. And then she's like, I need a mental health day right before. Like e either it was on the Olympics or whatever yeah. big meet she had. Sure. And everyone was like, what? Yeah. Nothing's wrong with you. Like, you're fine. It's like something yeah. is wrong with her. It's yeah. very serious for her to like, I mean, especially with sports, it's mental. 90% yeah. mental, especially gymnastics, something that's so, like, intricate like that. Like, you have to be focused. And if you're not, like, what's the point of even doing that? So that's a great point. We and we have to that. realize that mental health issues are normal issues. Um, everybody has mental health issues at some point in their life. We're mm -hmm. never always feeling perfectly balanced in our mental health. So the more we normalize it and make it a normal event to go get mental health help, I think the better all of us will be. Yeah, that's a great point. Um, so I also, I wanted to talk about going on like stigmas and things like that and just tying it into spirituality because that's another way that we talk on this podcast. Mm -hmm. um, I guess I just wanted to know your thoughts about the connection between like being a Christian or just being religious in general and going through those mental health issues. Like how are we supposed to deal with anxiety? How are we supposed to deal with depression? Or like what are those stigmas that, you know, that you've seen or had to deal with in the church? Sure. Well, I think stigma, you know, regarding mental health issues in the church has been seen uh, in a way where people with mental health issues have oftentimes been dismissed as mm -hmm. just having demons or just needing to pray the issues away mm -hmm. and thinking that um, just religion uh, by itself can address those problems. But it really is uh, sort of takes a whole uh, lot of different interventions and supports and it's not necessarily a case that somebody is possessed with a demon just mm -hmm. because they have a mental health issue. So mm -hmm. in regards to how spirituality can help, I think there's a whole lot of spiritual concepts and spiritual principles that people can apply to their life um, without necessarily having to go to a church. Mm -hmm. uh, I think issues like forgiveness, trust, faith, hope, all of those are integral parts of our mental health. And when we examine those on a, a closer level, I think people can find a lot of healing in looking at those things. So you can do it through a church, but you don't necessarily have to go to church to explore how forgiveness can help you mm -hmm. uh, or how faith can help you. Yeah, so that's a great point um, because I've definitely heard and thought at some points that um, – 
someone that does have mental health issues like is possessed with a demon or like is dealing with evil spirits and it's like something that you kind of like want to keep at a distance like Mm -hmm. from you you know what I mean but um that's interesting that you talk about or you can expand more on that part like what what you were saying earlier we all would have demons basically if that's Mm -hmm. what you're trying to connect with someone saying that they have a demon just because they're going through something when it's just the influence like what you were talking about earlier like the influence of yeah well there's a big difference between being influenced by Mm -hmm. a a demonic spirit or an evil spirit and being possessed by that spirit and so um i think we are all on some level influenced by demonic spirits just Mm -hmm. because we're living in the world and those those influences are all around us and so somebody can be having some kind of uh, spiritual experience or or demonic experience without needing to be possessed. And I think the more we realize all of us are influenced in some way, um, we can destigmatize mental health and just show more compassion. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, people tend to go the other direction if they're being judged for uh, having mental health issues or problems and feel like, you know, if people are thinking they have demon spirits or possessed, mm-hmm. it doesn't make people very welcoming of the church community or religious sure. community. So, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, we do want it to be open arms. I feel like this is like a big thing of people that we can be very judgmental in that way and like even um what you were saying earlier like the black even like the black community talking about therapy and counseling and stuff like that it's like oh something has to be really wrong with you in order for you to like even think about going to therapy or talking to someone but that should definitely be like always an option because it is like we should just always have options I feel like it's always just like one thing or another thing and there's also like People just sometimes have chemical imbalances to where, like, they need to get counseling and they need to be on medication. And it's Mm -hmm. not because of a demon. It's because they just need to be on that medication. Yeah. Our brains and uh, body chemicals in our brain are in constant flux and they Mm -hmm. react to different things and they can alter our mood. And so um, I really believe that it's all connected, Our, our mind, our body, and our spirit are all connected and so if something is influencing our mind or our mood it's going to influence us spiritually Mm -hmm. it's going to affect us even in our physical body and if you look at like things like depression when you're experiencing depression in your mind you have a lot of sad thoughts weighty thoughts Mm -hmm. and you also can have physical symptoms of depression that include like you know the way your stomach feels maybe it's in knots or maybe Mm -hmm. you're Uh, fatigued and have no energy and on a spiritual level you can feel hopeless and and you know just uh really distant from god or however you might experience it but it really is all connected and so to say that religion is the only answer the only thing to do to to get better it really kind of limits you to just addressing things on a spiritual level you really have to address the whole person like body soul and spirit so yeah and I mean I believe like there obviously are godly people that are therapists and things like that so you can bring them all together it doesn't just Mm -hmm. have to be a 
science against God type of thing. Yeah. Um, so actually, I was going to ask you, did you have any sort of like tips for people that are going through just like either like a depressive state or just something that they can do to take some steps forward to get help in a way? You know, that varies so much for so many different people. Yeah. Um, my encouragement to anybody who's suffering from mental health issues is never to suffer alone. Um, it can be a very lonely experience to mm-hmm. have mental health problems. And, and you know, you can tend to want to pull back or withdraw or, um, you know, really not reveal that side to yourself. Um, but it's so important to just, you know, if you can just let some one person know that you trust, uh, you can kind of talk about solutions and options. But if you keep it to yourself and just kind mm-hmm. of never speak on it, um, you'll just kind of suffer by yourself. And that's not necessary. Recovery from mental health issues is so possible. Um, and so you just have to, to take that first step to to get somebody to help you or, you know, just let somebody know what you're going through. Yeah. Okay. That's great. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to ask you patients just for your input, because, you know, when you've been in mental health for so many years, uh, you can get far removed from different uh, groups and people, but what are your thoughts on what are some of the major issues younger people are dealing with regarding their mental health right now? Yeah, um, I think really the biggest thing is social media. Okay. Uh, A lot of people are just allowing it to like control how they think about themselves. Mm -hmm. And social media is really just like a comparison pit Mm -hmm. (laughs) like it's so bad if if especially if you're not following the correct people like if you're only following celebrities or if you're only following um you know like what do they call uh influencers that have a million followers and they're like so rich and just living a luxurious life and you're here at home right like living regularly you should be happy Mm -hmm. but you're upset that you don't have a pool now because you just watched a kid that has a huge pool you know what I mean that type of thing so I think um especially with like growing up with that the kids now I mean it's already hard to grow up anyway just in general with hormones and just like Mm -hmm. seeing other other people develop in different ways you don't really understand yourself that well anyway so you're just kind of confused and then you're seeing everybody's life on social media and I and 95% of the time they're only showing the great parts they're Mm -hmm. on vacation or when they're when they're smiling but then you know they don't really you can't see them when the camera's off so you're just only able to see the happy parts it seems like they're always happy but you're not always happy so you're like thinking that something's wrong with you when sure you're just living a normal life they're living a normal life but they're just Mm -hmm. not showing you every part of it not that they even have to but I think that that's just something that we like forget sometimes is that everybody's a person and that we're all going through things even though like we don't see it so it's just very hard to be like to get tricked into being like oh they're just so happy all the time like Mm -hmm. I want to I want to live their life instead of living my life and I so yeah I think I mean even being older too you still get trapped into it but I just thinking about like the younger kids Mm -hmm. and just like you know like TikTok dances or like Mm -hmm. seeing all those viral videos and stuff like that just yeah it just really plays a role in how you think about yourself 
if you're not like guarded and if you don't have like the the secureness in yourself already yeah so that's like a big a big thing that it's like a difference because I mean I get insecure too but it's a different type like and I think that that's the biggest difference is the social media like I was insecure about my body but I wasn't looking at women that have bbls on mm-hmm. instagram when i was 12 years old mm-hmm. like you know what i mean i was yeah. i saw girls that were more developed than me but i didn't see people that had plastic surgery now girls that are 11 they're talking about they want to get something done to their nose yeah. because they saw somebody else going through it and they posted on their youtube like yeah. that's crazy to me you know what i mean it's yeah. just so many things that we're open to now because of like the technology age that we're in so yeah. it just really makes it harder to like only focus on yourself when everybody else's lives are just like on your phone you can just look on your phone and escape yeah and I think when you compare yourself to an image of something Mm -hmm. it's just a really unfair comparison and it will disappoint probably pretty consistently for sure yeah well good thank you yeah okay so um in the closing remarks I just wanted to give you guys some encouragement so I've I definitely know that music is a great way to speak to each other and that it just like Mm -hmm. kind of moves your emotions and it can either help you if you're in a good mood, you can play happy music. Sometimes when you're in a bad mood, you play Mm -hmm. sad music and it makes you even more sad. But um, just for this mental health awareness month, the song it's called It's Okay by Chandler Moore. Um, I don't know everything specifically, obviously, but I know that he has dealt with mental health issues and um, he has a whole album called Feelings and it's very good just like talking about literally his feelings and like how he processed things but how he also was able to lean on God and lean on on his family and things like that so I think it's a very good song and then he has a song called Built for This also by Chandler Moore if you want to and that's most likely it's everywhere Spotify, Apple Music, wherever Mm -hmm. you find your music um Did you have any closing remarks that you wanted to say? No, appreciate the opportunity just to chat and keep the conversation going. Thank you. I also did want to pray if you're cool with that. Okay, but um, before that, I just wanted to talk about the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. Um, You are not alone, and we are here to help you. That's why I just wanted to have this conversation to make it open, and hopefully you got something from that. these people are here and they are professional people that are here to help you and that know exactly the things to say to help you and just make sure that you're feeling comforted. Um, your family loves you. The people that are around you, like they want you here. So we want you here and we're thankful Mm -hmm. that you are listening. Um, if you would like, the number is 1-800-273-8225. 1-800-273-8225. All right, so I'm going to pray first, and then you can add whatever you want. Make sure you're yep. like, all right. Thank you, God. Thank you for allowing us to be here and giving us the technology to even put this conversation out I know that since it was on my heart that it's going to help so whoever's listening whether you are um, dealing with the mental health or you have you know someone I just know that this will help and I pray that the Holy Spirit 
guides anyone that needs this episode, that they guide them towards it, and that they're just able to feel loved and comforted afterwards. Um, I pray that people that aren't dealing with it, that we can just have so much more compassion for those people, and that it even opens our eyes to things that maybe aren't whole in in ourselves, that we're able to um, ask God and just lean on our friends and family and support and our support system to know that we're not alone and that we have people that are there to help us through everything (laughs) that's going on. Uh, I thank you for all the people that are doing podcasts on this and just trying to break the stigma. Uh, I pray that they are all magnified to support people and encourage people. And I just thank you for allowing me to be one of those people. God, we just thank you. Just appreciate this platform, Father God. And we just ask you now just to um, cover those who are in need, who are feeling pain, uh, whether it's depression, anxiety, PTSD, um, so many different issues that are facing uh, people today in the world with everything going on in Mm -hmm. the world. Mm -hmm. And so we just ask that you continue to be a guiding light a source of peace and strength to those who are suffering, God, and just allow us to, as Patience was saying, have a heart of compassion uh, for those who are hurting. And if it's not us, it could be. And so let us just be uh, compassionate and caring and and non-judgmental for those who need our help and support. Let us all reach out and help somebody and receive help from somebody when we need it as well we thank you and honor you in jesus name amen amen thank you Ah, that was a great episode um thank you so much for being here julie thank you guys for the people that are coming back on the third episode i'm so grateful for you guys and yeah thankful uh we're on spotify and apple Podcasts, and we can follow me on instagram for the redefined f-o-r-t-h-e underscore r-e-d-e-f-i-n-e-d and thank you for listening love you guys